0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the Jewish crowd, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Amen, Amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I have life because of the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. The Gospel of the Lord. The Solemnity of the Body and Blood of Christ was originally celebrated on the Thursday after the Solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity to make a direct connection to Holy Thursday. In John's Gospel, there is no story of the bread and wine at the Last Supper. Instead, Jesus washes his disciples' feet and gives a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. The reflection on the Eucharist that we hear today in John chapter 6 begins not in the upper room, but in the wilderness, after the miracle of the five loaves and two fish. The wilderness is an important place of transformation. As the writer of Deuteronomy reminds us, the Lord your God has led you these forty days in the wilderness in order to humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commandments. The Eucharist asks us not to forget the house of slavery in Egypt, the great and terrible wilderness, where there were poisonous snakes and scorpions. There was no water, but God made water flow from flint rock. And when there was no food, God fed you in the wilderness with manna. Jesus connects the bread of life to this ancient memory. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Not like that which your ancestors ate and they died. But the one who eats this bread will live forever. The Gospel of John hints at a deeper meaning in the bread that Jesus gives for the life of the world. Very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. The Greek word for eating is not the normal word used when people are sitting down at table. The word that is used is a gnawing or tearing, more like an animal eating. In using this image, John is reminding us of the cross of Christ. Just as Jesus handed over his life in the Eucharist at the Last Supper, so he hands over his life for us on the cross. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. When we place the bread and wine on the altar, I invite all of us to place our lives on the altar as well. Our gaudium et spes, our joys and hopes, our grief and anguish. Like the cross, our lives have both a vertical and a horizontal dimension. Bread is perhaps our primary symbol for food, health, nourishment and community. Bread is a symbol for life and coming together together. Yet there is another story to bread, out of what is bread made, kernels of wheat that had to be crushed in their individuality to become something communal, flour. As St. Augustine once said in a homily, for surely this loaf was not made from one grain of wheat. Or as St. Paul said, because there is one bread, we who are many are one body for we all partake of the one bread. The grains were separate before they came together to become one loaf. They were ground and then joined together by water. But then, without fire, there is still not a loaf of bread. Bread must be baked, too, in a fierce heat. Bread, then, speaks of both joy and pain. Wine, too, speaks in this double way. Wine has nothing to do with basic nourishment or necessity. It's not a protein needed for health. Wine speaks of friendship, community, celebration, joy, recreation, victory. We celebrate everything, not least of all love, with wine. But, like bread, wine has another side. Of what is wine made? Crushed grapes. Individual grapes are crushed, and their very blood becomes the substance out of which ferments this warm, festive drink. No wonder Jesus chose it to represent his blood. Bread and wine represent the goodness of this earth, the joy of human achievement, celebration, festivity, and all that is contained in that original blessing when, after the first creation, God looked at the earth and pronounced it good. The Eucharist, too, gives off the smell of fresh bread. But that's half of it. The Eucharist also holds up in sacrifice all that is being crushed, broken, and baked by violence. The wine, fittingly, is also blood. At the Eucharist, we hold up both, the world's health and its achievements, along with its depressions and failures, and ask God to be with us in both. The Jesuit paleontologist Pierre Teilhard de Chardin once put it this way, in a sense, The true substance to be consecrated each day is the world's development during that day, the bread symbolizing appropriately what creation succeeds in producing, the wine, blood, what creation causes to be lost in exhaustion and suffering in the course of that effort. We see in the Eucharist the goodness and joy of life, and the pains and shortcomings of that same life. All of life, the good as well as the bad. Jesus gives us his whole self, flesh and blood in the Eucharist. The Eucharist is the real presence of Jesus. If you seek to know who God is, look at Jesus of Nazareth, the word of God made flesh. If you seek to know who Jesus is, look at the Eucharist. The Eucharist is something that is eaten, so that people may have life. Something that we drink, so that people are refreshed. The Eucharist is the great acting out of who Jesus and God is. The one who gives himself away fully and without reserve. So if you wish to find God, give yourself away. When we do Eucharist, we enact what we mean by the word God.